start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna it. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. What's going on, guys? Episode 102 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Good talking to everybody. Another deer camp series coming at you. Uh, Nick's sitting on the mic. Didn't shoot a deer. Nope, I didn't. Me either. So our guest, my father. Slackers. Yeah, we are slacking. Frank's big time slacking right now. I am. I haven't. You killed a doe at least, but I haven't done anything. But, Dad, you killed a buck. Yes, I did. Was it? It wasn't the first. Was it the first? No, it wasn't the first day. It was the no, second, second day. Second day. Yeah. Sunday, hunt Sunday hunting. Sunday hunting. Yes, How about that? That's got to feel good. Heck finally yeah. being able to hunt Sundays. I, and... I'm a huge proponent for it, only because the I government work. shouldn't well, tell you what you can, <laughs> when you can. Hunt. <laughs> I don't like the government telling me about anything, but but no, I just for some of us, Sunday is the one day off of the week we get. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's a lot of people are slow to change and they don't like it. You know, because. Yeah. I haven't heard a single good argument against, against Sunday it. hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the well, only the, the one argument I hear all the time, and it makes no sense to me, is people will tell you, "Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize you've got to have written permission to hunt Sundays on someone's property." And I did see resp- that right, it, and that's the way it reads. But if you read the book, you've got to have written permission to be on anybody's property at any time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why. They make such a big issue out of the Game Commission basically doing nothing more than reiterating the importance of having written permission yeah. Yeah. to be on someone's property, you know, especially if you are Sunday hunting. But, mm-hmm. you know, but to, to follow the letter, to the letter of the law to right to the. You should team. always have that note. You in should your back always pocket. have. Yeah. If I'm on your property, Nick, I should have written permission. Well, I wonder because it's, it's not spelled out. Like super clearly, which nothing in the game book is. No, if um, you read enough, you're going to find contradictions. Well, on there's anything. a disclaimer at the end that these are only a suggestion of all the rules yeah. for complete. <laughs> Please go to <laughs> yes. this. So I guess, you know, I, I always, like I said, there's always like discrepancies and stuff. And technically, you know, I only have one piece of property that's in New York that's mm-hmm. actually in my name. So. Right. Technically, do I have to have a written permission slip from my dad or my grandpa to hunt? It's technically, technically yes. yes. Yeah, yes. it's a weird Correct. good thing I keep that in my pocket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, On this fictional I podcast. I, I have not heard of anybody yet being stopped and asked, asked for to show it. that written permission. Yeah, I think you know, it would be different if it was somebody that's not family. You know, I I'm could sure. see... And, and it's probably also one of those things, if, if you're not doing anything wrong, they're not going to ask as many questions. But Yeah, if, that's a good uh, point. If you start screwing up out there and doing something you're not supposed to say, oh, so, yeah, by you, the way. If where, there's a mineral yeah. block within 60 yards of your Correct. stand, they're also going to ask, oh, is, is your name on this property? Oh, you don't have a permission. Where's your oh. written permission to be here? Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah the, the only argument I've heard with Sunday hunting, you know, the, the, the deer need a day of rest. Which I'll I think is below. Tuesday and Wednesday. It's, I've I've said the same thing. Well, yeah, and they do most of the time. There's not near the hunters in the woods throughout the week. You know, okay, Monday, put it this Tuesday, way: I hunted Wednesday, Thursday. All, I hunted all day Wednesday and all day Thursday this week because my work just switched shifts. So now my weekends are Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Hunted all day both days. I heard a total of three shots. Yeah. yeah. In two states, I hunted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's just not the pressure during the week because everyone's at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and even the people that do get out of work, like I get out at two o'clock, you know, and I'm one of the very few people that get out early enough to go out in the evening and hunt. Right. And, you know, there's, I hardly hear any shooting during the week. Right. Just because most people work until five and mm-hmm. it's dark yeah. at 520 is the end of shooting hours right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was um more towards public land but the bikers and hikers and stuff need a day to use the woods two arguments for that they have all year 
Mm-hmm. And two, they don't pay for those properties. Correct. Yeah. So, like I said, I've not heard a you could they could have skin in the game if they paid for permits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would be fine with hearing their argument if they paid. Yeah, but right now, like it goes in ear one out the other because yeah. if you're, you're not it's paying not for property. that public property. Yeah. 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 So, no, I'm with you 100. percent So I was really excited to hear that you got a buck on that Sunday, which mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. proves how well More that power worked out for to you. Sunday hunting. Yeah. So I guess probably just we got to jump into the actual buck story because like I haven't heard much about this deer. I haven't even seen. Actually, I did get one picture of it. Two pictures. Yeah. But I don't want to give them away because it, it's kind of an interesting story. Well, so I got two separate pictures to put the deer together. But, uh, well, it uh, it really wasn't anything overly exciting. Um, you have to embellish. Uh, well, there's there, – see, I, I got – I do – well, we'll get to that, and I'll explain myself a little bit. But So I was working my way up uh, to where I wanted to hunt that, that afternoon, and I was – so there. did you see much in the morning, or did you hunt the morning? I'm trying to think of where I was at in the morning. No, I didn't. I hunted okay. a different piece of property in the morning, and I left there to go up to another lease that we have. And it was the place, the same lease that I had hunted all day long Saturday, and had nonstop deer. Let's say you were texting me all day, all long. day long. I had never something. stopped. Yeah. Sounds like my dad. Always he had... had deer. Now they weren't always deer that I could shoot, but I'm, over... yeah. I was overlooking a big clear cut so I could see long ways. Yeah. Couldn't shoot everything I could see, but I could see a lot. So, you know, you, you always had something to glass at. You had things to look for when you makes the day go it. fast. Oh, oh made yeah. the day so much better. It was a very entertaining day. I think I saw six or seven, eight bucks that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of them legal, half of them not, uh, and and like I said, nothing, nothing exceptional, um, but just a fun day of hunting. You know, you you were entertained all day all day long, and when you're trying to sit from six thirty in the morning till five thirty in the evening, it's a it, long day. Uh, it's a long day in a in a in a metal tree stand without a roof over you. If the weather's not so nice, and yeah, so I had something to look at. So, but I left there. I went to another stand in the Sunday morning hunted for a few hours and decided to go back up to uh, that other property, sit in a little bit different area. So rather than just walk in, you know, you, again, we're, it's, it's, clear, it's a clear cut area midday, but I thought, you know, but the way I saw deer the day before, I'm going to hunt my way up to where I want to sit for the evening and just kind of, yeah, with all those kind of still hunt a little cut. bit, spot stock kind of exactly, style all the way yeah, to the top. Cause there was all, there was always something you could kind of glass down, get to a point where you could look into some of those old tops and, and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of picking my way up to where I wanted to get to. And, uh, I finally get to the spot and I'm just doing a big, a quick glance, you know, just to, what, what can, I, can I see anything with my eyes real quick moving, you know, to, there's snow on the ground. So this, locate deer, that one leaf that's going to look like a deer's ass yeah, for the rest yeah, of the night. Real, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then as I'm kind of just scanning around and stuff and letting my eyes slow down, I happen to look down and not 60 yards from me, 50 yards from me down the hill in a little draw. He was at, he was standing up on a sawdust pile where they had the sawmill. Oh, you yes. showed me the, you showed yeah, me a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, a, you know, 12 foot tall pile of sawdust is yeah. all it is and that's it's impressive what, and there's it was blown up against some, some old soft maples so there's like a clump of three trees that you could crawl right in the middle of so you had a rest for your gun you had a little bit of something to break up your pattern and you could see for hundreds of yards and that's all, a sounds like a perfect rifle oh, spot yeah it, it, it really is, is. <laughs> it really is so you always had a p- different place to look and i mean you had to be busy looking around because something could come literally from any direction mm-hmm so I'm sitting up there, like I said, I'm just starting to slow my eyes down and, and I start to look and I'd look down in the one draw below me and I see a set of antlers sticking in this clump and of chops. Unmistakable at first or were you wondering if it might be your eyes tricking you because there's so many blowdowns? No, as soon as I saw it, I knew okay, it was Okay, so it was I knew unmistakable. It was okay. I didn't know what, you know, I didn't know exactly how big it was, but I, I mean, it was... It's, uh, it, your eye caught it, you knew immediately yeah. that's it's funny how you there's so many things out there you think are deer but when you see actually a deer it's unmistakable yeah you know and there's, a, there's a difference every mm-hmm. time when you see that maybe thing yeah but when you mm-hmm. do see it for sure there's it's never a mistake it's 100 yeah. percent. right so but it's all balled up in this bunch of tops and the first thought that went through my mind when i saw it was huh 
I think I just found that archery deer that a buddy of Whitey's. Yeah, a neighbor, um, neighboring property, a guy had wounded one in archery, and they went looking for it. It ran onto our property. And, made and basically it. in that exact yeah, right. line to where I was at. Yeah, and they never, they ended up not finding it, so. Which, I mean, it, it sounds like that kind of terrain, you'd have to step on it to find oh, it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it started, what made it stick out for me is the snow on the ground. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So during archery. Yeah. Yeah. During archery. You got the brown lot, sawdust everywhere. Green, top, and it would have yeah. been green brush and leaves and, you know. Yeah, you'd have to, they, you'd have yeah. to kick it. They would have had, they never would have. Actually, because when I went to get the deer after I shot it, I had to go. Almost had to go back and look again to, to <laughs> find where he to was. Find exactly what, what brush pile was he again? But so I looked down at him, and I'm thinking, oh, I just found you know Eric's deer, you know that his, that his father-in-law shot. And uh, and I'm looking at it a little bit closer, and it's just I can see the horns, and the more I look and I get my binoculars on it, I can kind of make out part of the body a little bit, and I can see the ears just kind of flopped out flat. And, you know so how long are you looking at it at this point like 20 seconds oh okay this you're yeah, still so right I'm, okay. yeah I'm, I'm just at a first glance and i'm like yeah i think i found that that deer they wounded so i start looking around again i'm back to hunting you know kind of wrote it off just that <laughs> yeah found, found a dead buck and yeah so then glancing starting to glass a little more in particular you know looking at things a little closer and you know your brain's always Thinking about thinking that. about that deer down there. You have a deer in sight, yeah. You yeah, know it's so, dead. You're so like, I'm, oh, yeah, so I'm I start it. looking at it again, and got the binoculars on it, and staring at it, and now I'm starting to figure out, okay, that's the body going that way, and so he's kind of laying with his body pointed at me, but like his chest or like, well, like the his tail's away from me, his chest is to me, <clears throat> but his head is folded around, like behind back him. towards his stomach. With okay. his head pointed away from kind me. of like but like like a down. sleeping dog okay you know and i'm looking at it going you know that's not the way a deer lays when it's dead mm-hmm. yeah they you don't... know something's not right mm-hmm. you know and i'm like well maybe it's just because usually they such a you know legs straight out yeah right the head's laid out on the side and stuff and i'm looking at it going god it looks like it balled up sleep in there and i'm staring at it and i'm staring at it i'm like well i don't see it's stomach or chest heaving like it's breathing or anything you know and it's pretty windy out i'm like man eh, maybe it's just the way it's because it's in such a thicket you know on that tree yeah, top. maybe you're and at this point you haven't seen it, yeah, it maybe, move or anything so. no no nothing's twitched or nothing so i'm back to glassing again <laughs> you know the hell with that deer you know it's just another dead deer in the woods and i start looking around again looking around again and i'm just my brain won't let go that it's not laying there like a dead deer you know, it's laying there like a sleeping dog. So I go back to it again. Now, I've been here for about 15 minutes, mm-hmm. all total. And I'm looking at it, and the wind's blowing about 15 miles an hour. And I noticed one of the ears just kind of flicker. Against the wind. <laughs> well, it just, no, just kind of flickered, just a little bit. And I'm like, that's not. That wasn't the wind. That couldn't have been the wind. You know, I mean, it's he's down too low. He's in all that brush. Mm-hmm. The wind didn't do that. So now I'm really looking tough at him, and I'm thinking, that thing he's, might so he's got two strikes now. You thought you saw an ear move. Yeah. He's not laying like right, a dead deer right. should. So <laughs> now I'm really paying attention. He's almost out and, of time. And now all of a sudden I see that same ear goes from just laying flat off of its head, you know. It stands up like a little piece of radar antenna and does a – a 180 back and forth like he's listening to everything around him but he never moved it was just that one ear that's cool it was cool as hell it's like like, you know seeing deer do deer things (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's like the old radar antenna went up and it pointed behind him and just 180 around listened built-in security system and then laid right back down and he never twitched and i'm like you're alive so now i'm trying to look at the horns (laughs) well so it's i just want to touch on that too because like you know so much about like finding deer in the woods when you're hunting is looking for movement, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. so and, and yeah, you're not looking for the shape the of the biggest, deer. you know, deer's best camouflage is staying still really. Correct. So like, so you're Same talking, you. the best uh, camouflage oh, yeah. you have is staying we, we've still. said yes. that a hundred times on the podcast that your best camouflage is to sit still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Fred bear was the one that said that mm-hmm. first, you yeah. know, but either way. So basically all he's doing to 
because he, he can smell one direction yep. and everything else he can hear. Mm-hmm. So all he's doing is taking a four inch piece and just, and just moving it. And he's detecting everything else. There's no, without you, it's lucky that you saw it really. It is. Yeah. Um, if you weren't glassed it, on him at that point, I never would have saw it. That's what I mean. It's really impressive mm-hmm. that what, yeah. how little movement he can use to protect himself there. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay. Now I got to decide, you know, now, gotcha. now it's kind of neat because I walked up and caught you in your bed, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is, I don't know. There's always this little something, something about that when you can take yeah. one. From, you put them in check and chess. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mate. So I'm looking at him and I'm trying to take a picture of him and I actually sent Whitey a picture. I said, what do you think? I said, he's not great. He's and you know it's you know it's I don't know how far it was sixty yards yeah, or something 50, off 60. a phone camera and through all the brush I was like I literally can't I could kind of see, see a that head. there's a deer in I there. was like yeah. I have no idea what you're showing me right now I was like what do you think it is like I have no idea <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm like well he's he's right there at ear width you know maybe maybe just outside of his ears and looking at it in the tops. I'm thinking, well, his tines look like they're probably six to eight inches long, kind of, you know. And I'm seeing eight, and I'm like, well, there's nine there. And I couldn't tell if there was a tenth point on the other side. And then next thing I'm like, no, maybe that ninth point isn't a ninth point. Maybe that's a stick, you know, because I'm looking into all that thicket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough to tell when they're laying in a brush pile what you're actually seeing on their head. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to decide what I want to do. And I asked him, what do you think? He's like, you tell me, you've got a better look at it than I do. Yeah, you've got. (laughs) And then the next thing you know, my trigger finger got the better of me. And I sent back to him. He didn't even text me back. He said, well, I shot it. We're about to find out what it is. (laughs) I mean, I think we were talking about this before we hit record. You know, your standards change so much throughout the year, whether it's Mm -hmm. the gun you're using and maybe the story of you being able to sneak in, you know, within 60 yards of them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure like maybe it wasn't on the forefront of your thought process, but in the back of your it mind, adds to the hunt. You're, right. it added to the, you, you oh, know, you, you hunted your way in, mm-hmm. you snuck in, you got within 60 yards of his bed and you're like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and like I said, for some reason I've always had like a little soft spot for it. Anytime I can shoot one out of its bed, I have a hard time passing them up. <laughs> it's it's like, tough to do. It's I mean, like, I got you. I can't, I can't say I've ever done it. It, you've done it several times. You did it with your biggest buck, actually. You killed out of its bed. Yep. Is that your New York one? Uh, well, I was I was still hunting. I was walking and hunting when I got that New York buck. Uh, my that that archery buck up there in the wall that I shot before we had uh, antler, antler restrict. restrictions, which is a giant at the time. Yep. Yeah. I was I was still hunting with a bow when I shot him standing in his scrape. <laughs> he was playing with his licking branch and stuff and pawing at the ground when I took him. So that's uh, anytime I can do that, that's, I don't know. I just, my standards change drastically. <laughs> and, I, and I'll admit, I, I'm the first one to tell you, I had a little buyer's remorse when I got to the deer. I mean, it was, like I said, it happens six, when you can't 16, test 17 it, you inch, know? nine point, you know, I mean, it's not like a nice was, deer, but not huge. Yeah. By no it means, sounds like, you know, a PA eight point, you know, with an extra. Yeah, G4. exactly. Exactly. And like I said, I mean, I've, I've killed better deer. I actually passed up better deer in archery season this year, but I don't know. It just felt right to me. So yeah, if it gets you excited, you can't go wrong. Right. So you text so, Frank that you shot it. So I text him that I shot it. I said, I'm going to run out and find out what we got here. And, you know, I'll let I, you know. At that point, I was like, okay, well, I, I don't remember what were I you, was Were doing. you hunting? No, because it was at like one or one two o'clock. o'clock. In the afternoon, it was like pretty so. early because yeah. I was doing something else. I hunted the morning, and then I went to do something else for the midday, mm-hmm. and then I was about to go to that property where he was hunting. I was, yeah, you know, I was about, a, about two o'clock probably. Yeah, because I was like, I was dressed when he started texting me, and I was like ten minutes from leaving the house, and he was like, "Well, I just shot it." I was like, "Well, I guess we're dragging a deer instead of hunting." <laughs> so, oh, oh, mic problems, technical difficulties. We'll call that good. Just go ahead. Right there is fine. Yeah. We're going to get it. There we go. Yep. All right. So I walked down there to, to find this thing, and like you said, it's nothing but top. So it takes me actually a minute to figure out which path I got to take to get into the right mm-hmm. brush pile to, to find them. And uh, I get down there and crawl into the brush pile with them to yank them out of there because there was no way I was going to 
field dressing where he was at. Yeah. And I grab hold of one of the horns, and I start to pull him out of there. And as I start to pull him out and get some weight on him, the horn pops off in my hand. Does a sex change on you. <laughs> <laughs> and to top it all off, when it popped off and his head fell back to the ground, the other one fell off. <laughs> so now I'm looking at this thing going, it doesn't have any antlers. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, so I sent Whitey a picture of me holding the two antlers in my hand going, things changed. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> and uh, so I get him pulled out of there, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, Jesus, that's just too weird. You know, I mean, why would he be losing It's way too early. Yeah, 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 way early. For it early. wasn't even December when you shot it. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out, what, no, now what do I do, you know? And, like, I know I got and, strong hands, but I didn't think they were that yeah, strong. No, but they came off pretty, it came off pretty easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I even started to pull the deer out. Well, and like you said, it, when its head fell, it busted the other busted one. Busted the other yeah. one. Off and they're clean out. off at the pedicle, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, bloody. Two yeah. bloody scabs. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and I've got my tag out once i get it out i'm like okay so now what do i put on it we don't have a buck and doe season in pennsylvania yeah. we have an antlered an antlerless season but i don't is that is that like that all over the country like it like in illinois i is it always i think I, it is always antlered and antlerless. antlerless okay yeah and uh so i'm thinking to myself well what what do i put on this deer for a tag now you can't really <laughs> put it on the antlers. technically the deer is antlerless yeah. Even though I'm holding yeah. them here in my hand. Those are sheds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those have turned into sheds. You know. So in the end, you know, in my mind, you know, I shot an antlered deer. Yeah. yeah. I have the antlers in my hand. I put my antlered tag on it. Yeah. You know, but me, it, it, well, I had people tell me, oh, you should have put your antlerless tag on it. You could have kept buck hunting. And I'm like, well. I shot a buck. I yeah. shot a buck. Yeah, you, you know? shot a buck. And I like it's weird to think about because like. Is it different? So, you know, you shot him in his bed and he, he died right there. Right. You know, folded or he was already folded up. but Never got out of his bed. But had you shot him, you know, and he ran off and you find the sheds. like Halfway. He, halfway. halfway. Does that change anything for you? Because, yeah. like, you know, it's right. – I, I don't – I feel like the, it wouldn't change anything for me personally. I would still put an antlered tag on that deer. Me too. But – I would too, but it is. There is a little bit of gray area, and maybe there's not gray area. Maybe it is straight up spelled out somewhere. Yeah, we're just just speculating here. (laughs) But I feel like there's some gray area with that as far as antlered and antlerless goes. Because you can't technically prove, like even even yours. There's no way to prove. There's two bloody scabs. They weren't broken off. There's two bloody scabs. They were shed antlers. Yeah. Yeah. So someone easily, you know, anybody else could have stick those in the pack i found these walking in yeah yeah and, and put their antlerless deer tag on it and continue to buck hunt yeah you know? but I, I don't think that's right because well and if you know, there's too of, many people that don't get to shoot a buck yeah why should i get to shoot two exactly because well, i happen to win the lottery a, and fall into this goofy situation yeah and it's a piece of property that you lease year after year after year right. why would you go in there shooting multiple bucks a year and yeah. or just only hurting yourself you know more with right by shooting multiple bucks a year yeah. that, it's not gonna be good for the property no yeah no. but so like i said in the end it's, it, it got an antlered tag put on it it was reported as an antlered deer mm-hmm. even though uh it was antlerless it was antlerless when, when, it when i finally dug it out of the yeah. woods you know but it just I, it poses a weird it almost is almost like it's, a moral ethics thing too really yes. i mean yeah i think that's more well, what it comes down to is it what where you stand morally on it is is this an antler or antlerless because deer? i really don't th- unless the game warden was sitting at your hip and watched it you, all go you down you can't prove mm-hmm. either well, way I, you know i know some you know wardens in the area and deputy wards and i and i do want to pose that question to yeah. them the next time i talk to one of them just to see what the what legality their, of what it their is. response would be and the legalities of it and what what they think and i'm about. sure they're the legal i have a feeling like like the legal answer and moral answer are going to differ i think oh, yeah. i think because i definitely i think, think so. it comes down to you there's no way to prove yeah. no because like, the like i said there's nothing would have kept me from leaving those antlers hanging in a tree mm-hmm. put my doe tag on it or my antlerless can, tag on it drag it out of the woods and then go and, and, find and sheds in all yeah. technicalities it's a legal legally tagged Antlerless you know, and then go back up and say, "Hey, I found some sheds." I mean, you could put them. You could have found the sheds on the way in. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you can make up any because, story you want well, at that's that the point. Other, but that's where the 
that's the morality uh, comes in. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You know, had you, you know, maybe say you saw what you thought was a doe bedded there and Mm -hmm. it stood up, you, and it, you shot it and it fell, you know, right where you, like, and you shot it five yards from the bed, you go up there to gut it and you see the two antlers laying there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. Now, now you thought you shot a doe. Correct. So now it, what do you take? It just shed its antlers before yeah. you shot so, it. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, right. Now now how does that affect your the morality of what tag you put on there? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah. I thought I was mind, shooting a doe. I thought I was shooting a doe. I had an antlerless tag. Yeah. Maybe you don't have a buck tag at this point. That could be the other thing. It could be another. You know, you already shot your buck. You're yes. out there doe hunting, you see a doe or an antlerless deer. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like I said, it you it right came up out of its bed, you shot it. Because maybe, maybe you don't like taking shots mm-hmm. while they're laying down or it was too thick or whatever, and it dies right there. You go to field dress, and it's like, oh, my God, it's got two bloody pedicles, and there's its sheds. Now, yeah. so it it's just a weird situation. Yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a, there's a, a whole host of scenarios that you could play out in arguments for what, what yeah. to do. Yeah, and that's why I feel like the law would differ from the moral, moral action. And yeah. I, I feel like mine might change depending on what I thought it was when I shot it. You know, mm-hmm. depending. Me you know, too. Because if I truly thought, I, like, maybe there's a, a giant that I've been chasing on that property. Mm-hmm. And I thought, 100%, I thought I was shooting a doe. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk up, and it had the sheds laying five Very yards good. from it. It'd be tough for me to throw a buck tag on it. It really would. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I was holding out, mm-hmm. and I thought it, thinking it was a doe. It, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a cool, yeah. weird thing to debate that, yeah. you know, maybe other people could either weigh in on. Or a game warden would be the best one to talk no, to. No, like I said, I do want to, the next time I bump into one of them, I want to talk to him and say, hey, I, I got a question for I know you, I know? handled this in as legal manner as possible, but what is the actual yeah. reality? Yeah, what would what would you, how would you look at that situation? Yeah. It so poses some neat questions, but yeah, I, I think you, given the scenario you were in, I think you made the right call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think any game warden could argue with the way you handled it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I, I don't think any time that you give up your antlered tag. Yeah, rarely are they going to argue that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think I, you did right there. I, I think I did, and I hope I did. And uh, like I said, I've been told by enough people that I, I should have <laughs> saved my my antlered tag. But yeah, most people feel that way because they just want to shoot more antlers. Want to shoot more more bucks. And yeah, but I, like you I know, said, you're no stranger to shooting bucks. Right. You know, I, I just don't think it's right for me to go up and shoot a second one. No. When, and how many opportunities of legal bucks have you? You know, how many did you pass that morning? You know, it's yeah. Well, you're the, not the, the first day I could have shot two legal deer. That's what I mean. See, so you're not. It's not like you're out there just to shoot the first legal buck you saw. No, so it's no. it's not about tagging bucks for you. No. So no, no. I usually want to shoot a certain buck, or there's there's got to be something about the hunt that makes it yeah. unique or and, a funky rack. I know you you're, know, you've got to think oh, for funky yeah, racks. I like, I like goofy racks. And, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's, there's more to it than just killing a deer for yeah. me. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's gotta be something else involved and to uh, make the story. Yeah. yeah. And then actually the, that the story did continue at that point. It pretty much came back full circle to the beginning, even though the deer wasn't dead we're almost certain it was the same deer he thought it was. It oh, was just okay. Still but it alive. had survived because we go to field dress it now. I get it out. Oh yeah, we we yeah we stopped the story at field dress to have that <laughs> yeah, argument. So, yeah. So now when I start field dressing this animal, I get into the the chest cavity, and the right lung is fused to the rib cage, like like deflated it's and deflated, hardened. Oh, like, wow. I mean, grizzly. He reached into the chest, and he's like, I cannot get a hold of this lung. It's, like, stuck to the rib cage. It, you know, and usually you just slit the diaphragm and... Oh. How's that? You should be good there. All right. I just... That way it shouldn't fall into you gotcha. anymore. So, uh, yeah, so usually when you pop that diaphragm open, the lungs are at least movable until you can get up there and cut the yeah they're the yeah they're they're, and, they're deflated but easily yeah. grabbing yeah you can get them pulled out of there cut the windpipe off and and the one side just i wouldn't move it wouldn't budge and it was hard and <laughs> you've done this a fair amount of times yeah, well, yeah. Like... <laughs> and, and so i'm in there with the knife trying to like cut something free and all of a sudden a bunch That's when of you start cutting fingers green <laughs> pus comes out Ooh. so there's a sack of infection in there as well and i finally get the lung out and the lung is like spongified and hard and it was clearly not a function was not a functioning lung 
by no means. And there was still, like I said, that one sack of infection. Now, it didn't stink in any way, like gangrene, but it was definitely a green infection. Mm-hmm. But the deer was... Probably a, a wound from... It was healing up. It was healing up. And yeah, he was definitely on the backside is, of the injury. It yeah. is remarkable what a whitetail can yes. endure. Oh, and he was going to make... And when I skinned him out, I could see where the broadhead had gone through the shoulder blade mm-hmm. and got into the chest cavity a little bit and damaged that lug. So Whitey had called the guy from the neighboring property and I said, hey, just what side of that deer did you... Just a I mean, random question. I just, yeah. you know, I had a dream last night. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and, oh, no, no, we were real. We, oh, okay. We, we were, it was like a very open conversation. It's like, well, we still think we found him because. Yeah, he, he immediately called me after I texted him and we had gotten him out of the woods and I walked back in to hunt the rest of the evening. And he, as soon as I texted him, I was like, what side of the deer did he shoot? And he called me immediately. He's like, I am going to shit if you found that deer. I was like, well, we did, we think we found it, but it was alive. Yeah. Yep. And like, I told him the whole story and he, you know, we got the story straight and he's like, I'm almost certain that that is the deer that he shot. It was the same side. And they originally. Did you find the broadhead? No, there was no, no broadhead. No, was, so he had an exit through. No, no. It, went it like in skated and out. It, the one side. It like didn't, it wasn't a clean pass through, but it. So he went through the shoulder, Sh- through the shoulder blade. I don't think he the got, lung, obviously, and, and damaged the lung. And then I don't know I think if the it was deer like a sh- sort of like a did straight it come, down. Did it come back and, out? Yeah, maybe. I okay, don't know. so it stayed maybe attached yeah, to the arrow and he pulled the arrow. I didn't okay. look yeah. that close. I saw the damage in the shoulder blade up high, going down into that lung, and it only caught that one lung. Sounds like the arrow probably came back out the same. Probably. Yeah. Would be my guess. The deer got a hold of it and pulled it out. Mm-hmm. But there Which, was no that's part what, of the shaft. Or that's what made head. us find my doe so easy. Mm-hmm. When she pulled that arrow out, she started dumping. blood like crazy. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's a side note. But so, but uh, so yeah, we still think that it's probably the deer that they had hit in archery. Yeah, everything. And, and it was up. you could tell it was like an arrow that went through the. Shoulder. Oh yeah, you could see the. Three slits. The slice. Okay. Going through. It was a two blade. You could see. Okay, so he was shooting a two blade. Okay. This one had a two blade damage to it, so I never. You could very clearly tell that it was. Okay, I'm just making sure that it wasn't like he got hit by a car on that side or something. Oh no, it wasn't damaged like that. Okay. It wasn't damaged like that. All right. Just yeah, I just wanted Mm -hmm. trying to like I said I didn't see it, so I'm just trying to piece Mm -hmm. the story together. So yeah, in my mind, I still think it's probably the one that they had wounded. Yeah. And this dude was gonna make it. Yeah, he was doing pretty. Darn he said good. he was just bedded up, and I think yeah. if if he would have died, it wouldn't have been from the wound. It would have been the winter would have killed. You said him mal- he was, was pretty malnourished. It was yeah. it was a small deer. It was he was small. Now was it well, malnourished was, or just a small like you a could, young you deer? Could, skinny. He was skinny. You could tell, he, could tell he was working hard to survive. Okay, you know, he wasn't like emaciated, but okay. he wasn't. He didn't have that big, thick shoulder. Did you see ribs through his hair? No. But, okay, so but he wasn't could, like you could tell his spine wasn't as full as it. Like, okay, he didn't look like a ruddy buck. This, you know, most of your bucks this time of year are still pretty well muscled. Their necks all swollen. Yeah, and and he didn't have that look. He okay. looked like he had already gone through winter. <laughs> okay, so he looked like a, a February March deer. <laughs> he looked like a March deer and still had winter to go. So. Okay. Yeah. So I think if he, I'm, deb- he I'm back and it. forth, he may have made it. He may have died. Man, but they're he tough animals. Have died I, yeah. From the wound, he would have died from the. Winter. I think it maybe would have come down to what how severe of a winter we had yes, this year. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, they, I I still don't think we give them enough credit. They are tough, tough animals. Tough yeah. animals. Yes, they yeah, are. If you I run mean, a, a, an arrow through what, one two of my months, lungs, I'm done. What two months later? Yeah, it was about two months. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and, and, and you just caught him sleeping. That's the only like. It's not like he was in, like you say, you just caught him taking a midday no, nap. No, and actually, <laughs> when I started looking around a little bit after I shot him, I could see where he walked up and over that sawdust pile and down into that. that yeah, so he was right where you were standing. <laughs> yeah, he kind of walked right past where I wanted. So that to looks stand. like a good spot to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I said, it was, the whole thing was really interesting. It had a lot of story behind it, and like I said, we. It, like well, like Way said, it kind of went full circle. It went from me seeing it, thinking it was a particular deer that we knew a little history of, thinking there's no way that that deer to, is still alive that he shot yes, in October, and then coming all the way back around to the point where, oh no, it's, it's, shoot, it, it turns out it probably was that deer, you know, wow. just but not dead. It it was uh, 
it was doing its best to stay alive. So but, it's incredible. No, pretty cool, pretty cool situation there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool angles on that story, just with the antlers yeah. falling off and you know the history with the deer from archery season from neighboring properties. It was mm-hmm. it was a very cool story. So now it's meat in the freezer. <laughs> it just, so I, I know you said there was that small infection. I know Frank said you were going to try some of the meat before you. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, it was fine. No, no funny taste. No. Perfect. Yeah. Cause or... I asked Frank when, you know, typically when you find an infection, you want to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Frank said you were going to take a small piece of the back strap or something, fry yeah. that up before yep. you no. got too crazy with, mm-hmm. you know, processing yeah because if uh, if it was bad I, you, I, I may have turned it in at that point and said hey you know i need another tag i need another tag because <laughs> <laughs> i mean then it comes down to like you know it, we're yeah. not we're not out there we're not surviving by killing deer no. but no, it is a, it's a huge it. bonus to I, get I like the meat deer meat. We, that's know, what we, i mean we eat probably what four deer a year five deer a year yeah you know yeah, we, needs we, to start we helping if you guys want to do that this year i know yeah, but we There's hunt time. between There's the time. The there is, there, there really is. We've yeah. got till yeah. well, actually, you know, I've still got Ohio tags. But we, we, yeah, we've got till like almost February. I was yeah. gonna say between you and me, we hunt three, four, five states a year, so we kill yeah. plenty of deer, and we eat. By the time next season rolls around, you're like, okay, we need yeah. to, we need to get killing some deer. Cause That's we're how out we are. Meat. We're like, yeah, hey, we uh, finished up the last of the breakfast sausage about a month ago. <laughs> like, time to restock. <laughs> But we usually end up giving away some meat by the time everything's over. Well, mm-hmm. we've got family that doesn't hunt that I know we always, right. I know yeah. I know you guys do and we do, you know, hook grandparents up and I got uncles yeah. that don't hunt. Mm-hmm. Right. So, no, we always, we always seem to get our, our fair share of. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was still good for you because that's, yeah. that's where it gets, I, I would be upset too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, good deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate hearing the story. That's interesting the way that works out and i still am always surprised with how strong deer really are yeah i mean it, it just blows my mind over and over you know with i've seen full pass-throughs where people don't find them mm-hmm. it's just or um our buddy luke you know tracked a deer for two days 900 yards on a liver shot mm-hmm. and it was still alive yeah. after yeah. two days yeah. on a liver hit not like it's just it's They're unbelievable you know liver is not ideal but it's it's, deadly. it's usually it's a pretty leap. deadly. Yeah, that's. I mean, it was just their yeah. their will to survive is one of, and I, I think almost especially like in October November their will to breed I think mm-hmm. drives them, them, you know, keeps them moving and even more than just survival. Like because it's just ingrained in them. All they think about is eating, breeding, breeding sleeping. Like that's really yes. about it. Yep. And they just want to do those things. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's that's my deer season to this point. I still have my antlerless tags. And Maybe we'll talk you into a New York muzzleloader too. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely get a New York license. Might just have to happen. We got cots at the cabin. Where you go, Tom's warming up. You know, camp. I haven't been up there since you you put Shooter's Bar and Grill in. It's <laughs> it's pretty wild. You're gonna have there. to book a night now. It's it's that crazy. Once we business just went through the roof when we put up a bar. Yeah. yeah. So. So, I did do a drive-by one day. I was up there getting some materials for. A I job. didn't even tell Frank about shooters when I yeah. when I put shooters in because I, I got it from work for free. They 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 wanted me to tear it down, mm-hmm. and I said no. I'll, I got ah, a place for this. <laughs> so I put it up there with Jared, uh, our squirrel specialist, and didn't, I think I was in Alaska when yeah. you guys did it. And then Frank and I went up there for like opening day or something, and I didn't say a word. We were just pulling up, and Frank like did like a double like, what take. What the hell is that? <laughs> Well, that's Nick shooter's tavern cracking up. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I'll have to swing up there. The next time you guys go up there, you'll I'll probably have to show up. And, good uh, deal. Check it out. Food's great. Service sucks. That's, but. All right. <laughs> that's all right. You can't have everything. Yeah. Usually they make you go outside for your beer, but yeah, we'll blame it on COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> COVID's got service really slow. Personnel's down. Management yeah. sucks. <laughs> but all right. Well, thank you again. Hey, for, thanks for having me coming in and hopefully maybe frank will contribute for next week's 
Yeah, hopefully. We're running out of time here on rifle season, but we always got late archery. It took you to late archery last year. It did, year, yeah. So. We had to. We did a bonus episode to get me yeah. in there because we actually thought it was all over. <laughs> last, it was we the did. last weekend. It was the final weekend. We had actually called it on the podcast before. We just assumed that was it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. You know, Deer Camp Series is over, back to normal podcasting. And then I pulled through and we had to do a surprise bonus. So <laughs> Good deal. That's no. I was actually I ended last year's and started this year's. Yeah, so you did. So that was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Well, between the two of you, you've got what four buck tags yet? Five buck tags. You each uh, have a PA back then. We right? each have a PA and, and two New York so each. You got six buck yeah. tags. Yeah. Plus, if we're counting my Ohio you buck tag, better get moving, right? I do. I do have a buck tag in Ohio because I turkey hunted this year. Ah. So there you go. So I have that. You guys better get off your duffs and mm-hmm. start doing some hunting. Yeah. I think I might. You intrigued me with your almost successful stock the other day. Yeah, um, it was, I could. I, it would have been successful had I not decided. It was to too not small shoot. of a doe. Yeah, yeah, it was a small doe, but I definitely. You got me intrigued. I'd like to do it because I've always I've said it's multiple. A, that's a fun way to hunt. It is very. I fun. just I have a problem doing it on small pieces of property I hunt with other people. Because yeah. I don't want to blow up a piece of property. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, our farm that my dad's got, it's like 80 acres. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through still hunting and stalking, you know, mid-season and potentially blow up the property. So maybe... You, you got to pick and choose your days. You know, don't do it the day you know everybody's coming in to hunt that evening. You know, yeah, that's true. no one's going to come for a couple of days, go through it and do it. Yeah. You might blow them out of there today, they'll but they're coming right. back. They'll come tonight. back. Yeah, they'll that's be a right good point. Back in there. It's not like I guess with my schedule now, I could do that on a on a Wednesday, and yeah. nobody's going to be there till Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Whitetails aren't elk. I mean, you don't bump them, and they move four mountain ranges you know, <laughs> yeah, to the west. Pronghorn or, that just sprint yeah, right for, for miles. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you bump a whitetail, and he runs away, and that night he works his way right back. Yeah, half the time they'll circle right back to their bed anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. exactly. So I might have to play around with that. It's you fun. Know. It's a good time. I've had a lot of fun the past. I might have to days. set up my slug, my shotgun, because with as thick as it is at the up and climber, I would it'd be fun to do it with a slug. Yeah, that would be. So I got my grandpa gave me a shotgun years ago with a. It's got a slug barrel that I can put on it. And I've I've never even put it on. No. So perfect time to break it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to. Maybe sight it in this week. Just just in <laughs> case. Just in yeah. case. Because I haven't gotten one with a shotgun. I think I always thought that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That one was a shotgun. Sure. You've yeah. got a couple with a shotgun. Yeah. That's still one of the top bucks that come out of that farm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I would say top three. No kidding. Being number three. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but still, I mean, it, I'll take it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a when the top one is around one sixty mm-hmm. to be in the top three is still pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that that was a fun hunt that day. Mm-hmm. A lot of deer died. Yeah, a lot of deer died. <laughs> there was a lot of deer died that day. And a coyote the day before, right? Yep, a coyote the day before. Don had shot a nice buck that exact same day. I I mean, my, you or my dad get a doe too? Your dad, could, did. Your dad, dad did. Yeah, uh, he yep. actually got that one mounted because he, for whatever reason, wanted a doe mount in the yep. house. Which I think, I, I, I think it's, they it's look tasteful. nice. Doe if mounts you, do look t- like you said they're tasteful, tasteful when you're, you, they're surrounded by bucks. They're just flipping yeah. a doe mount. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. I don't think, you know. I'm the, I, if I ever mounted doe, it would be one doe, and I'd never do it again unless I got, like, an albino. Yeah. But it would be, like, one doe, and I just think it looks nice with a big buck next to it. Just yeah. side note, I did shoot one of them out of their bed. Too. I was just going to say, one of your other <laughs> I didn't realize, I knew an you have an albino yep. that shot an albino doe is still out of her bed with my bow. Yeah. And <laughs> I think all you have is, what, a picture of it? All I have is a picture. The taxidermist accidentally threw the cape away accidentally and how many more deer have you taken to that taxidermist that was the last one yeah <laughs> and how many people have you recommended to that taxidermist yeah that was the last one <laughs> yeah. no he was actually a good guy he just he had some health issues and it's just it, it, i don't know it was, if it, got it was unfortunate away. but you know he didn't you, do it on purpose it was it was an accident do you think you know the full story yeah, I do. I, I, okay. like I, said, I, I really do. I do believe it accidentally got thrown out. I don't think there was any any malice, anything like that. I okay. think it was just sometimes things happen and you got to pick and choose what to get upset with in life. And <laughs> yeah. That's not a big enough thing for me to get mm-hmm. too bad you can in always, shape about. You can always right. bleach a hide. Yeah. <laughs> I, this yeah. isn't the one, but I did. No, t- t- you could, I could actually, if I wanted to, I could go buy an albino doe hide. 
And yeah, I guess you could if you. you know, I mean, they, but, they're available. It's not like I couldn't get one, and yeah. I could have it modded and say. That's you know, not it, but I did do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, and I don't think anybody could look, really question that. I mean, if you've got pictures, actually, with there's it, uh, there's a lamp made. Out there's of a the lamp feet. made out of the. Feet. Oh, I did hear that there is there yes. is one piece. Yep, I oh. gave the feet to a friend of mine, and he made a lamp out of it. And uh, so, to my knowledge, that still exists. <laughs> so somebody's got a piece of it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I didn't realize you got her in her bed. Yep. She thought she was hiding in a goldenrod field. Yeah, but but didn't quite blend. Like a snow patch in October. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. But the funny thing was when I shot her, like six deer blew up out of that field. You never saw that. I never knew were there. I was so focused on her. No, never even knew those other ones. were We're there. totally we're moving on from your buck here. Did you know of that albino in the area? I was going that that, that day. I specifically told my brother we'd seen her for like three years. Okay. And I told my brother, Mark, that day, I said, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going for the albino today. I'd already shot my buck. I said, I'm going to try to try to get that albino. I said, I, I know where we've been seeing her. And I'm going to go Got a good idea where she probably been. And beds. he looked at it and goes, well, good luck. And I left his house. It was, I don't know, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever. And I was walking into where I wanted to go. And she was, I saw her just, you know, 300 yards up in this thin goldenrod field out in front of me and you're like holy shit (laughs) crankies there she is you know and i'm looking it over well she wasn't the the field kind of had like this low draw full Mm -hmm. of old crab apples and an old apple orchard and stuff on the side of it and i'm looking at where she's at and she's only like 25 yards off of the fence row that separates all that brush from that field and i'm like geez all i got to do is drop down into this low draw, walk up to that point Obviously, there. the wind was in your favor to Where, do this. Wind was going to be perfect for all this, and, and I was going to be down below her. I could stay hidden for my walk. I just had to stay quiet. And then all I had to do was work my way up the side of the hill to the fence, and she was going to be 25 yards. And so I'm kind of looking at it. I'm picking out my trees that I need to get to and, you know, my landmarks so that I, I knew where I'd have to be. Cause once I drop down in there, you can't see her. I'm not going to see her until I get until you're bow, sure. until, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really going to know if I and blew this you, up. Your, your bow range was probably 25 yards. That's it's, 25 to 30 yards. Usually, even back then was still, yeah, okay. that's, that's where I draw the line. You know, 25. I didn't know yards. if back then it was even shorter than what you call now. No, it's, I mean, technology hasn't changed that much. It really, for a compound. No, no. I did enough shooting that I was always confident out to, to that distance. And and we used to shoot a lot further. We do a lot of oh, field yeah. archery practicing. We still and stuff do the like same. That, but I just won't shoot at a whitetail that far because there's just too many weird things happen. Yep. So, but, uh, and not that you can't. I mean, obviously mm. the equipment's more than capable of killing them. You know, it's just your whitetail are so You flighty. can't predict what, it could, what it's right. going to do. You know, I, I like to minimize my chances for bad things to happen yeah so anyway so, you're... so yeah so i dropped down in there and i spent the next half hour just trying to walk as quietly as i could for 300 yards and okay so you yeah it took a half hour to cover yeah the i just had okay. to pick and choose my way and i just real slow you were know, you paying attention to like wind gusts to make moves or anything i knew i knew i had the wind in no my i'm favor. saying for like uh, oh, sound. To cover sound. My sound no i just tried to walk as quietly as so I, it, could. I guess if you said it was like a field so you it, well what right. i was walking it was like an old apple orchard that had some crab apples in it, some old apple trees. It was like stuff. kind of so like a grassy bottom. There was, there was stuff that I could pick my way through. There was and old, be quiet there on. was old deer trails through there, you know, stuff. There so was, like, yeah, I down. could pick my way through on a pretty quiet okay. trajectory. And the big thing I had to do is just make sure I got to a certain point that when I started working back into the deer, I was working straight up the hill and as quiet as I could. And as I got up there, I mean, I, they were all still, you know, she, I could still see her. I still didn't know there was all those other deer there. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time I could see her, I still had to get up just to, you know, another 15 feet. And uh, that was the longest part of the whole thing was trying to get that last little bit now, so are that you I was up high enough. Or how, how are you doing this? Just, just stepping. Okay, so you're that. standing up. 
Yeah, well, until I got to that last little bit, you know, then you're kind of hunched up. And I'm assuming you already have an arrow knocked at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah like, but, probably on the string, ready yeah, to... Well, I didn't have my, my release on but yet, but uh, but the arrow was knocked, and, I mean, you're doing everything you can to just get that last few feet so that you got that clear path. And You can see what way she's looking at this point, too. Like, she you was, can see her head. She was pretty much quartering away from me, and uh, she was looking away from me. They were all looking into the wind. Which mm-hmm. is what... Yeah, yeah, that's odd what they kind do. Of, well, yep. Not necessarily. I yeah. mean, like a big buck, a lot yep. of times will put the wind yep. the opposite but way so he can, he can smell what's behind smell, him and see but, what he can't smell. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of watching, you know. And like I said, and I but I don't think doe and bucks bed in the same places for the same reasons either. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and like I said, I really didn't know that there was all those deer there. You just saw one big I'm white focused one. on her, you know, and uh, but you know she was looking dead away, and I'm just assuming everybody else was too because. You know, with that many sets of eyes, someone would have seen you. you know? would have th- if someone was looking my way, I'd have been done. You know? Yeah. And uh, but I finally got to where I could come to full draw and and poked her, and off she went. And that was when all the deer come out, and I was like, "Holy Crikey, shit! Man, look at all them deer!" <laughs> but the other Monster ones were all blending in pretty good. <laughs> yeah, she stood out just a little bit. So you, you know? were what twenty five yards when About you shot? 20, I think it was like twenty seven yards when it was all over said and done. Twenty eight yards, something like that. But it, uh, pretty close to sneak up on a deer yeah yeah that's impressive yeah but like i said everything was perfect you know i had i had the hill to hide me as i got close i mean and had the wind in your favor yeah, it was... which is typical of most still hunting situations just because you see something doesn't mean you're going to walk over there and shoot it you've got to no. have a lot of factors go in your favor. go in your favor to to make that all happen and you know some of those things are out of your control and you just got to hope you get a little lucky with some of them sometimes and it's, it is neat though that you called your shot you know mm-hmm. going in like yep going in to shoot. well but she wasn't i, I thought she was going to be i was gonna, going in to get across that goldenrod field and get on the back side of that old apple orchard because i thought she'd be coming from the woods down into that old apple orchard. So were you planning to try and sneak up on her bedded, or were you setting up to catch no, her I was, coming out no, for the No, I was going to go up and try to intercept her, intercept her and, and for the evening, sit basically. in a stand okay. and, and try to get her. I would so, still say you called your shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going after her, but in, but I didn't get her the way I was intending to get her that night. And, uh, That's kind of like Babe Ruth calling a shot over center field, and it maybe goes a little left. I mean, you still <laughs> called it. <laughs> Still called your shot. Still on uh, run. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was. I, I didn't feel bad that I was. Like, man, I really just wish you really, would have. Yeah, it's really not the way I wanted to get this deer. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty elated. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. So, anyway. good. That was a good bonus story. I was going to say a little so, bonus. Deer oh camp. yeah, reminiscing so, about yeah. years gone well, past. That was thirty. Oh, oh my god, over thirty years ago. That was, that was before time. my oh, time. Yeah, it was before you guys were. Yeah, because I was. Born. I'm, I'm 27, and it was well before I was alive. I'm trying to think. It was in the 80s. Oh yeah, it was. That was definitely. I'm gonna ago. say late 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably late 80s that that, that happened. Yeah. Good. Huh. Yeah, wow. definitely a good bonus deer camp series. So mm-hmm. you get, everyone gets a twofer today. Yeah, so th- <laughs> thanks for sticking around this long. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to take up a bunch of your time. But, oh, yeah. no, I enjoy just, hearing – like that's the whole thing with the deer camp series is like how – like you don't well, you, just, you don't come back to camp and say tell one deer story. Yeah. Right. It yeah. always leads into another one. Well, no, you guys were talking about still hunting and yeah. spotting and stalking deer and stuff. And it just so like, yeah, I, I still hunt and ideas. spot and stalk, but I do it on albinos. So. <laughs> with a bow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, it's it's a fun way to hunt. It, it really is a very is. very fun way. To I haven't hunt. really done it much, and uh, like I think probably not there yet to do it with my bow. I accidentally did it this year with my bow. <laughs> uh, was sneaking in to a spot I know I shouldn't have been in. Uh, like not legally, I could be there. Right. Not wa- as far as the bucks go. <laughs> as you far have been as there. where I knew this buck was betting, I shouldn't have gone there. In got the too, just got too close. I got too close, knowing that I was doing that, but it was we were getting dangerously close to the you rut. You got to test the waters a little. Well, bit. it was yeah, it was that, and it was just you know the, the rut was getting close to where all of a sudden I wasn't going to be able to predict where he was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I knew I had just a handful of opportunities left, so I snuck in a little deeper than I wanted to, and I I could see the tree I wanted to be at, but mm-hmm. it was about 60, 70 yards away. But I I knew where I wanted to be. I just crest this knoll. And that buck that I was in there for starts taking off the other way with two doe. I'm like, son of a gun. 
Did but he? Did, did you? Did he I, see it, you? Or was it, he, I, at you that time, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, okay, I, I think we're okay, but I need to get set up. Yeah. I can't get to that tree anymore. Mm-hmm. I know he came through here. I just got to get set up. So I went to like the first tree. I had one stick on the tree, and all of a sudden, I heard some crashing up, like right in front of me. So I set my stick down. I grabbed my bow, knocked an arrow. I'm hearing the crashing, and then before I can even really figure out what's going on, two doe come busting right by me, like six, seven yards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I just saw that buck chase <clears throat> two doe off one way. Two yep. doe come back through, so I just drew. Drew back, and I look up, and that buck's staring at me through these grapevines. He watched me do the whole thing, and he's staring there <laughs> uh, like, like 20 yards, mm-hmm. you know, like through these big grapevines. So you had no shot. no shot. No, absolutely no shot, and he's looking dead at me. I'm like, maybe he doesn't see me. So he, <laughs> I, I knew. Think I kept, invisible. Think invisible. I kept, kept my draw, and I was like, it, he caught me 100%, mm-hmm. and he – spun around and, and he just like trotted away it wasn't even like a hard bust out of there like he knew he yep. was safe some or somehow that's how i looked at it yeah he, he just headed the other way and he did not stop moving until he was about 170 yards away on the other side of the swamp and then i saw him stop there and look back, back and, and i was like you the middle finger <laughs> basically and I, and I have not seen that deer since but damn <laughs> yeah yep, that's all part of the learning curve and part of hunting yeah you know yep. so it was yeah. an accidental from the ground it wasn't, just, it wasn't really a spot in stock it was he he spotted me he and, spotted yeah, he i was, got news for i take free ones yeah, yeah you spend enough time in the woods and sometimes things just fall in your lap oh that yeah don't feel it. bad about taking the free ones yeah yeah you know because uh, there's a lot more times you get blown up mm-hmm, than yeah. you get them gifts so yeah enjoy the gifts when you get them yep no, I just looked at it as a learning experience, and I knew, Definitely. okay, what I thought was happening mm-hmm. was actually happening. Yeah. So I just look at it for next year, because even if that deer is not there, I know that other deer are going to be in that. And like I said, oh, we've said on the podcast before, we're still trying to learn this farm because it got logged right before my dad bought it, and mm-hmm. it's changed the whole dynamic. So I learned a vital piece of information about that property that day that yep. you know, I was able to tell my brother mm-hmm. and my dad, like, hey this is a hot spot around this time because of, you know, this mm-hmm. terrain and right. Well, and you'll but. find over time, you're going to find those spots that, you know, here in Pennsylvania, it's not like we get to hunt the same buck for six years in a row. Nope. You know, uh, they just get killed off too fast one way or another, but you're going to find those spots on your farm that that big buck, the best buck on your farm, he wants to be in. And it might and, only be for a four or five day window a year. Right. But, you know, the, but there's going to be times that that's where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll get him. Maybe the neighbor will get him. Maybe he'll get hit by a car. Who knows what? I've seen but all what, that happen. Right. You know, or maybe <laughs> some yo-ho poach, poach yep. him with a spotlight. But what will happen is that terrain, he liked that terrain and that spot for a reason. Mm-hmm. So the next best buck it's probably going to be he's going to somewhere like that close to that yeah. same stuff, you know, and, and you'll find those spots on the farm that, you know, we need to be here at this time of the year because our best bucks always end up right here. Yeah. A week before the peak of the rut. Yep. And that's you basically know. what I had put together. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter if the best one got killed last year or last week. Well, and like the next time there's a good buck, that's where he's going to want I, to be. I blew up that hunt there. But mm-hmm. I know next year, around the same time, there's probably going to be deer cruising through there again. Absolutely. And so and it'll probably be some of your better bucks wanting yeah. to be in that same area. So next year, I will just plan to do get in there in the morning mm-hmm. and sit until that afternoon when he starts coming yeah. through there. Yep. So, so. anyway. All righty. Well, I probably yeah. wasted enough of your yep. time for one night. <laughs> it's never a waste. I, <laughs> we can keep going for days, but we'll cut it off there and hopefully have another big buck or even a doe to talk about next week so, tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow tomorrow's the day really why, yep. why do you say somebody's got to go up i'm gonna if i gotta drag someone in time to that <laughs> spot up there in that clear cut yeah. someone needs to be up there tomorrow all day because there'll be a lot of people moving deer in the area <laughs> and uh there's a couple of pretty good bucks yeah, up there that, nice I, bucks. that i have not heard of anyone shooting yet mm-hmm. well, why area. don't you two go together and then Tom and I have known it's deadly in numbers. Tom yeah. and I hunted together, th- what, th- twice this year? Or yeah. three t- three times. And we killed time four turkeys and one buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. hunt together. I don't know if he dies. can get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, probably uh, not. So. What a bum. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we could leave it there. You know, don't be like Frank and make sure you guys are getting outside. <laughs>